Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. I'm Mel. I'm Jason. And I'm Mike. It's an age-old point of contention, discussion, and oftentimes frustration. The differences between men and women, and of course, nowadays with all the variations of gender identity, the complexity continues to grow. Just how different is the opposite sex or sexes? Are men, and all those who identify as male, really from Mars? And are women, or all those who identify as female, really from Venus? Today, we have invited two very special ABB guests to explore just how different or similar ABGs and ABBs really are. This will be an open forum and a safe space to ask each other any and all questions we may have about the opposite sex. So let's start with some introductions. Who do we have with us here today? Hi, guys. I'm Justin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I am... Justin's his twin. Justin's my twin, yeah. So my name's Jason, and I'm, I'm from Seattle, Washington. I moved down here about four and a half years ago to pursue um, YouTube and music. I'm so happy to be here today to join this conversation, guys, because I know we always have a lot of juicy conversations when we're hanging out, but... <laughs> Uh, it's going to be on mic this time, which will be a little weird and a little different. Is but this your first time? Fun. Yeah. First time doing yeah. something like this? Yes, it oh. is. Oh. First time ever um, having juicy topics we on, 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 on mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, also, Jason, how old are you? I'm 28. And are you actively dating? I, in 2019, I was actively dating. I've definitely slowed down now, I'm trying to just focus on myself this year. If you want to see a visual of his face, J-Rod Twins is his channel on YouTube. He has a great, amazing, amazing voice. Thank you. And then we have Mr. Mike Bo over here. Mike, why don't you introduce yourself? What's up, guys? My name is Mike Bo, and I am the biggest ABG fan of all time. <laughs> uh, he actually listens to every episode. Yes. I've listened to every episode. I am an actor in LA, originally from Queens, New York. And I also do YouTube and funny videos on Instagram, a lot of pun-related Dad jokes. I'm like the dad joke master at this point. You are. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You can see me on a couple of different shows and been auditioning out in LA and really like doing roles that break Asian male stereotypes. Love it. Awesome. awesome. And are you dating? Uh, yeah, I'm single and have been dating. Ooh, let's dive deeper into that. <laughs> much more to say than just that. Okay, so thank you for the intros, guys. We are very excited to have you both here. So today we're going to have a sort of back and forth between the guys and the girls. You're going to ask us any questions you have, and we'll ask you too, and we'll have different topics. So health and grooming, 
dating, sex, love, anatomy, Ooh. and random. <laughs> so to <Ooh>. start <laughs> off, <laughs> we'll have a health and grooming. So we're going to start asking you guys questions first. First question. What is your grooming routine for all of your body parts? Do you <laughs> shave or are you using the same razor for your face and your everywhere else? Um, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I mean, it's not super complicated, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> um, I think there's some Asian guys who can grow a full-on beard. I cannot. So usually I tend to shave every morning because otherwise what I can grow looks like, you know. Pubic hairs. The, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. little yeah. ratty or whatever. Although I have been told that like when I forget to shave a day or two, that like there's some a little bit of stubble. I have been told that it's like, like oh, that looks nice. And I'm like, oh, okay, oh, cool. Like a shadow, like a five o'clock shadow. Right. <laughs> Barely a shadow. Because <laughs> it's like on the little goatee area. Mm. I've been using like a razor because there's not that much beardage. So it's only been like a razor. But I recently got, uh, is it a, a An electric. buzzer? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I was on set the other day and I guess because the razor sometimes actually doesn't go like as far down as you need to be. Mm. And then I was in this marine role and marines are clean shaven. Yeah. So even though I had like some speckles, they were like, Speckles? Is that the <laughs> I got some speckles over there. Uh, they said to use this like electric thing and like to really get in. And I'm like, oh, okay. And for auditions, I yeah. have to be like younger sometimes or for mm. these marine roles. So I just got one on Black Friday. Oh, wow. It was like yeah. less than 20 bucks. It was great. I'm like, nice. oh, wow, opened up my whole world. Do you shave other parts of your body? Not shave. Not shave. Let's be real, Asians. We don't got it going on here, but we got it going everywhere. Else. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a uh, forest everywhere else, right? right? Is it? Mike, or maybe maybe Mike's just baby smooth everywhere. But I mean, I'm. I'm Wait, are you actually? What like, you, you grow a lot of hair? Not here, but I mean, like, Jason's, I'm pretty, Jason's But like, you don't grow like chest hair. Chest? Well, yeah, Under chest hair. Man. I don't. But like, I'm talking like armpit. I'm talking like. But all the places crack. that don't see the sun. I don't think you've seen like our white friends. We are like Ali Wong said. We're like that's true. That's, yeah. true. that's true. We don't have a lot of hair. It's we like it's like located you... in like specific places. It is not it like is, everywhere. Is. Mm. Yeah. So you said you don't shave. Yeah, I don't like you... shave like clean shave. But you do other things for other parts of your body. Like that trim. Hair. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so you yeah. trim. Do you trim. use scissors to trim, or what do you guys use to trim? The buzzer. Oh. Yeah. So I, I mean, you I did take have an like electrical item near your junk. Uh, yeah. No, it's like because there's like safety things like oh there's like a guard yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, sorry yeah do you shave yeah. your balls no oh no 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 like shaving like yeah sh- with a razor or anything okay got it. oh okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah what do you do <laughs> me yeah me <laughs> well all right guys let's keep it real so my face all throughout high school and college I would always keep it clean shaven I would use a razor I actually didn't know the electrical things actually keep it super like flush on the skin yeah and yeah. you don't need shaving cream either you just, people are just oh. rubbing yeah. on the face. I, I, mm. I always thought it, it kept it longer but mm. I don't know maybe maybe I'm wrong right because you think a blade gets blades yeah. Wait, yeah. So, you use it, so what do you use then so I just use like these cheap green disposable the ones you get from the hotel yeah funny story my stepdad used to be a purchasing manager at hilton and he would have unlimited supply of just a bunch of just random like hotel things like razors toothbrushes yeah. all that soap and he would just like gift it to you he would he would steal it he would steal okay. it <laughs> he would steal it he doesn't work there anymore so he's good so what parts of your body have you used all of those razors on i've used it on almost every part of my body i think in high school i tried shaving my legs before oh, wow. just because just because like my hair would always be so patchy mm, so I, i'm yeah. like do, do i want it patchy and awkward looking or do i want it just like 
fully just smooth and consistent. Mm -hmm. You've shaved your legs, dude? I have. Whoa. Yeah. So what happened? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't shave it anymore because I have so many scars on my legs now. So I'd rather just like, I'd, 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 yeah, I'd rather keep them, keep the scars hidden. So yeah, the face, I think, I think as I age, I'm slowly starting to like embrace my aging more. Mm. So I'm like, okay, the bags are coming in. The hair is becoming a little more thick. And uh, I kind of just want to embrace the 30-year-old looking oh. adulting mm. type of appearance mm. now. So, yeah, so, so I just kind of let it grow. I mean, I shaved for today, even though our faces aren't going to be on camera at all. <laughs> we'll take but, a photo later. <laughs> all, right, all right. As far as like down in the lower extremities, I pretty similar to Mike. I actually use like a little clipper. It's like a, it's like a mini AA battery one. And yeah, I just put like a one on there. And I keep it cleanly trimmed, but I don't go flush on the skin. How long is the hair that you're leaving? Like, what's the length that you're trimming towards for both of you? Mine's, like, pretty short. Like pretty oh, short. Well, it's, yeah. it's almost like, like a buzz cut. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, 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 sort of. Even shorter than a buzz cut. It's, like, pretty... Is that uncomfortable? It's, like, pretty... It's almost like if you look... If you see, like, a white dude with facial hair or something, and oh. he's, like, just, like, maybe a few days out of... Oh, that's like, so short. It's very oh. well trimmed. Yeah, so it's, like, it's pretty in there, but it it's not, like, fully clean yeah. flush to the it's skin. Not a bush. Yeah. yeah and not not then, too flush. Yeah. And then you get those like bumps too sometimes oh. if you like shave too much. Yeah. yeah. Ingrown hairs. Yeah. Mike, are you is your is it longer than a centimeter? It depends how I'm feeling, you know, it depends on how the day it is. <laughs> Valentine's uh, Day. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, is this your birthday? Where's my birthday? That is my birthday. Yeah, it's similar. Oh, I didn't know it was that short. I thought it would be longer. longer. I mean, like there's preferences. preferences. Well, actually, yeah. So uh, what's the female preference? That's a good question. Um, I think as long as it's like not too bushy, I'm okay with. Mm. Like yeah. when you describe just like a fingernail inch or a centimeter, I was like, oh, wow, that's that's very well maintained. It yeah. makes everybody happy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah that's a good yeah. that's a good place, I think, to it's be safe length. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And also, I think if it's too much, it kind of takes away from the size sometimes, right? I don't <laughs> size know. Size queen right that, here, right? Yeah, size queen, hey. <laughs> but it's, like, it's yeah. true. so true. it makes sense to kind of trim it a little bit shorter. Yeah. And so, Mike, when you were talking about, like, you like to get the really clean, close to your skin shave, have you ever waxed before? Because that pulls out the hair follicles so that it's, like, completely just gone. No, I've never waxed. And also, because you hear the term, I guess, Brazilian wax. That means just everything. Hair fully gone. Completely. Even front to back. Yeah. Can guys get Brazilian wax? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's not like a A a female female thing. thing. No, no, no. Yeah. It's wild. Oh, have you? Huh? You said no, it's wild, like yeah, you've it's, been it's, there. No, no, no. I, 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 have, <laughs> I, I haven't, but I've had an older sister for a, my whole entire life, yeah. and she's, she's seven years older than me. So I, from a very young age, she even had her own little, little wax kit that she. Oh, so she would wax herself. Oh, she'd yeah. wax oh, wow. herself. Yeah. Did you ever steal her wax kit and experiment a little? On yeah. Yourself? Well, yeah. She actually she waxed her eyebrows quite a bit, mm-hmm. and so she would do mine for fun mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah. Well, it's interesting too because I think a lot of times growing up, anyway, the opinion of girls motivated a lot of this grooming stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like like it's considered manly, right, to have hair. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like trying to do a balancing. Like, oh, Wait, how much? You don't want to be based on representations like hair, hairy arms, hairy chest. Right. It seems to be that's the masculine thing. So it's like. Oh, so maybe I shouldn't go too much with the cutting. Mm-hmm. Right now. So yeah. um, that's always something that I know I considered growing up. Yeah, I actually was thinking about when you asked like the preference for women. I think having a little hair for the guy is good. Like if a guy was totally bare down there, I don't know if I would enjoy that. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. in a previous episode, I think I mentioned like, oh yeah, I don't mind shade, and you both were like, what? Like like a young <laughs> adolescent. And then the more I thought about, it, I was like, you know what? That looks weird. Yeah. I would prefer a little bit of hair. Did you have that experience recently? And that's why you're like, oh, shit, I don't like that. No, I I, I think I had more Just experience visual. with the other. And I'm like, oh, oh. I actually enjoy a little, little bit more of hair Got it. down there. Are you like specific like, man? Because I know girls talk. 
Yeah, we do. Girls talk like details. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you're on like, yo, that was like an inch of hair, man. Or like, no, that was like <laughs> two inches of hair. You know, like, are you like specific or are you like whatever? We haven't talked about like the inch of the hair. I think it, had, <laughs> it hasn't stood out to us. We're like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. But the only thing we talk about is maybe like smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Valid. Because Valid. if it's too long, or then it then it oh, collects collects crap. scent, mm-hmm. and then we'll be like, right. oh yeah, it wasn't only really fun being down there because the scent was. Yeah. Oh yikes! Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same for women. Unless too. they condition, you know. Yeah. Or Pantene Pro V. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, speaking of Pantene Pro V and like just like hygiene or bathing mm. routines, do you guys scrub your legs when you're in the shower or let the water clean you? That's actually a good one. Like shower, shower, like routine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I probably scrub my legs like once a week. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I, actually, more like when I entered adulthood, I think I started becoming more aware of how <laughs> how much surface area on my body I've, I've been like neglecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, did I scrub my belly button? Did I uh, scrub my, my back, my, uh, my legs? That makes sense. That's why guys are so quick in the shower. It's like, oh, yeah. Because you're not actually washing your yeah. whole body. <laughs> and the legs are more than half your body. Yeah. yeah. But I do have a loofah, and every time I do scrub my legs, um, I scrub really hard. You so. have a loofah? I have Dude. Loofah. Nice. What do you, you like? Do you do? No, I ain't that fancy. You're just bare hands. I got my, no, I got my, I got my soap bar. Oh, oh wow. Uh, soap bar, dude? Yeah, wait, why? Is that? <laughs> That's so old school. <laughs> Irish free? I'm classic. I'm a classic shower. So, Mike, do you scrub your leg? So, yeah, define a scrub. Like, do you, like, <laughs> would you take your soap and then rub it on your legs? Or do yeah. You, are you oh. cleaning your legs? Yeah, but, I mean, it's not, like, it's not that long. Like, it's, like. <laughs> it's, like, a one one run of the soap. And okay. done. <laughs> actually, same. I actually do that, too. I I, I kind of want to mm-hmm. take Don't that back. Don't backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I do. No, like, even. Mr. Even, I wash my leg once, once a week. week. <laughs> Sometimes, like, okay, so when when I'm shampooing my hair too, if I'm if I if I'm doing a very express um clean, uh, some, <laughs> you some, a car wash? What's that? <laughs> yeah, ooh, the deals are good. Yeah. Sometimes I'll even just use my shampoo. Um, this is not often, by the way, guys. Whoever's listening, yeah, I'm not I'm not a dirty person, but um, <laughs> sometimes I'll use my shampoo and I'll just kind of go like, I don't know how to describe it, but I'll just like take the use, soap. I'll like use my hand and I'll just go all the way down <laughs> like that and just call it good. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just use my shampoo and I just wash my entire body with it. That's hilarious. Two in one. <laughs> one of the questions we got from a listener was, "Why do they use shampoo, body wash, or face, body, and hair?" Like you guys kind of just neglect. It's like if any, if it's just like a soap item, it just yeah. they brawl over. Like Mike, do you use your bar of soap for your face as well? Right. I don't have like a specific face wash. <gasps> wow. Wait, what? That's very. You okay. have really good skin, though. I know. So uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm debunking every brand right now. <laughs> Also, your brother, Justin, we were at a hotel. We're all at a trip or something together. Yeah. In hotels, the most, the lotion that they have is like body lotion. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you put he, that on your face. You did not. He, he, that was <laughs> Justin's reaction right there. He was like, are you putting that on your face? I'm like, yeah, why? Oh my was, gosh. He's like, There's so much like fragrance and like bad chemicals yeah. in there. Oh, Clogging well, up the pores. If you want Mike Bo's skin, use body lotion on your <laughs> face. <Bar> soap, <laughs> hotel body lotion. I see a lot of my guy friends like three in one Dove shampoo or mm-hmm. Dove body wash shampoo. Da, da, da. Do you guys have those type of products or do you separate? Like I have a conditioner, I have a shampoo, and I have a body wash. I don't have the all in ones. Okay. I think recently I heard like you shouldn't shampoo your hair like every day, and like there's a lot of people that like don't like natural oil. So it's mostly just like the soap. 
So you're one bar soap just all over for everything. Yeah. Usually. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like the specific one that like is not even made anymore, but I've always gotten compliments about the smell of it. Mm, so yeah. now this is all definitely feedback, female driven. <laughs> like, I like this. Great. I'm going to keep doing yeah. that. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now I'm in trouble because it's like an old soap that they don't make anymore. Is so it, like track it down. Is it that one like yellowy, orangey bar? No, it's a blue. <laughs> it's a blue one. Okay. <laughs> blue one. <laughs> this is literally guys' conversation. Did he use a yellowy orange <laughs> bar? Oh, the blue one. Get that one, man. Get that one, man. (laughs) All right, all right. I feel like the whole, like, industry probably for – because, like, women are always told, like, make sure to start taking care of your skin. Mm -hmm. Like, Koreans, like, babies, like, they start putting, like, expensive products on their face. But at the end of the day, like, your – both of your skin looks so good good. from just a bar of soap. And here we are. (laughs) I don't use a bar of soap. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Do you have special face wash? You're You're very specific with your skincare. So I'm not specific, oh, yes it is. but my brother is. And since I'm, I'm his, I don't know if I said I was a twin. Yeah. My brother's super duper into skincare. I just sort of let him take control of all the products. You I guys use. should do an experiment. Like he'll actually focus on good skin products and then you just use a bar of soap. soap. Or your shampoo on we your face should. and see what happens. We should. Yeah. That, that, that would be a good experiment. Yeah. One more question uh, shower related. Do you guys pee in the shower? One, two, three. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourselves. Or Jason's like, yo, we're in a drought, and sometimes you, uh, you know, that wastes water, right? And mm. it's all going down the drain. Yeah, totally. You know what changed my mind recently? Because I did like a Spartan races recently, yeah. right? And like, mm-hmm. so you're showering off mud. I'm like, oh, my pee is definitely cleaner than mud, and I shower dirty oh. stuff off my body yep. all the time. Yep. You know, it's a true perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but I mean, sometimes you know, not. not it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's efficient, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was a kid, every time I peed in the shower, I would pretend it was like a carnival game. <laughs> you shoot at the thingy. Ooh, ding, you know, it just, you just kind of spray up. <laughs> That's why you're so good at that game. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun. And as long as the games, I don't know. Just showering with you is like an adventure. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I'm very considerate after I uh, shoot your, in the shower. Uh-huh. This is kind of a very specific thing that I do. Like I sometimes I'll get some shampoo or body wash, whatever I have, and I'll just kind of like drizzle it around the shower. And if if, there, if there's a hand hose, I'll go and uh, like so you're just bubble it. it up. Yeah, everywhere. Mm, you know, okay. Like, and then like at the yeah. bottom of the drain, I don't know if you guys know this. This is like a very plumbing thing, but there's a thing called a pee trap. Yeah. You, uh, you oh know no, that, I know the ring trap, trap in case my ring fell into the drain oh, yeah mm-hmm. it's like a trap for things yeah yeah not the not the ring trap okay. or the the uh it's a p trap the little screen yeah sometimes okay. there's like a screen or whatever underneath that there's like a little tube that bends uh-huh like a u-turn and there's water that sits down there to prevent sewage odor from coming up mm. so whatever water comes down if you're showering and the last thing you do is pee there's chances are pee is going to be sitting down in oh. that p trap oh. it's, it's called a p trap pipe because it's shaped as a p it goes Oh. Like that. Yeah, don't ever pee at the end of the shower. Pee at the beginning of the shower. Interesting. So wow. Yeah. Good to know. Fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> so how about you ladies? The peeing in the shower thing. What do you think about that? Is that like a red flag or something? Or is it like whatever? I'm actually really curious too. Like does it just like, like kind yeah. of just spray everywhere? Like is there like or adjustments e- we can like? <laughs> or even any of the things that we said. Is any of it like, oh yeah, that's... A big deal or not? Or is it was it all just trivial knowledge? I don't know about like the informational stuff about like the pee trap thing, but <laughs> I think for me, I don't mind if a guy pees in the shower because I pee in the shower. But the thing is, I don't want to be together while you're peeing in the shower and I'm next to you oh, yeah. in the oh, shower. Yeah, yeah. True. Oh, That's yeah. weird. True, true. I also am efficient. Yeah. <laughs> 
with my shower oh and peeing. Oh my god, same here. I feel like oh. when I talked about this with other people, they get they're like, ew. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. And for women, no, it doesn't spread everywhere because you have if you're doing it underneath the the flow of the oh, water, yeah. it just goes. It's all just going down. Runs yeah. down your legs. It runs down. Yeah. yeah. Runs. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the only thing I'm conscious of is like I don't want to be stepping in my pee. So I kind of like maybe like oh yeah yeah. Uh, I'm like no. tiptoe around a little yeah. bit. Mm. Oh, so it's another game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got two carnival games. Yeah. But I did notice this one time, like I was dating someone, and I walked into the restroom, and we just hop in the shower with him. He's like, oh, "Wait, I'm peeing right now," and I sm- oh, and I was like, "You could smell." Oh, I smelled it, smell. and I was yeah. like, oh. "I was like, yeah, I'm gonna." Same as gross. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm gonna, I'll come back in a bit." Oh, what a way to! Oh man, that's things. He's like, like oh, I'm gonna surprise him. He's in the shower, and then you walk, and he's like, "Oh wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, oh no!" Yeah, it was like so steamy. Gross. I was like, "Oh, I'll just." It's okay. For the in terms of different products, like the two in one, I actually focus on efficiency. I tend to go for less products. So I do the shampoo conditioner in one. But I do have a separate like body wash, I guess. How many products do you have in the shower? I have a lot of freaking products. Much. Yeah. <laughs> like I take up all the um surface the space. space. <laughs> oh dang. I don't take up all the surface space. Do you have like okay. a, a shower caddy with like seven different products? No, like I have seven products on my windowsill. Yeah. Oh, for that's, your not, that's not a lot. I've seen but it. Yeah. I've, I've showered in Mel's. Oh, uh, have you? Have you peed in my before. shower? Oh, exposed. <laughs> I know. Cue crickets. <laughs> I mean, I peed in your shower. Do you guys have another relationship that we don't know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm really like I'm really close with Jason and Justin. So like I would do sleepovers in Orange County as like my escape from LA. Aww. And like they'll clean the bathroom for me, and I'm like, oh, my turn to get in. Fun fact: Mel, Justin, and I shared a hotel room, different hotel rooms for or, like over the span of a month. Or so, I we're think. on tour. Yeah, during uh, David Choi's tour one year. Oh, so. that was a long time ago. Yeah. You guys long, go way back. We go way back. What year was that? 2015. So to answer your question, I think I have peed in your shower. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's jump into the juicy dating questions. Jason, do you have any uh, dating questions for these? Gals? Well, let's see. First, I just want to bring up that Jason brought a candle to like set the <laughs> yeah. mood. What a romantic guy. It smells nice. Dating. Yeah, the lights are dimmed or like the mood is set. And Jason has a notepad. So I'm assuming you have questions for us. I guess this is more directed towards like first impressions, I guess. Okay. When mm-hmm. you're, I don't know, like checking out guys. Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. What are some of the first things that you see? See. Yeah. yeah. Safe question. Visually. Uh, I smile arms, but... <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure, Helen? <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't check out as much as I used to anymore. True, so let me true. reminisce here. I think eyes and smile speak a lot to someone's personality right off the bat. That's the first thing I see. Like, uh, does their eye sparkle or is it kind of like mm. dull? That's funny because I feel like you've said, I've heard you say, like, your favorite part fills his eyes. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I was wondering what you were going to say. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, eyes. Thought you were about to expose your bra. I know, I know. Mike knows a lot about us. <laughs> I have three things. I'm a big face person. I'm really attracted to a well-structured face and kind of like a more boyish look, I think. And then secondly, height. I like kind of a tall, linkier guy. And then third thing is good arms and hands. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. That's like a big, yeah. So those would be kind of in order of those three Structure things. Structure of face. What do you Structure mean by that? Structure of face. Um, the like chiseled? Of, like more chiseled. Not the square Brad Pitt box look. I'm not really into that. But just look. But the triangle I, I mean, face. Yeah, yeah. More of the triangle face and just generally like boyish looks. I like that. Uh, and then the height 
in the or the build being particularly mm. likely so it doesn't have to be like super tall but i like kind of a lankier build we know questionably gay yeah, yeah. that's, that's her type metrosexual well oh, you know yeah. okay questionably gay is that what you said yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually when you think a guy may be gay that's that janet's type. type yeah wow oh. so like counterintuitive right yeah it's like yeah that's pretty cool and the boyish look because i think that can be misconstrued like, mm. as a guy hearing that right right like what do you mean by boyish look what's a boyish look to you How like is that like, that's not juvenile boy boyish, no i'm not like, going i'm not like, trying to be yeah. a cougar yeah <laughs> or, or, i mean you know like <laughs> one direction you know <laughs> justin bieber you know like oh uh, the youth uh, high school boyish i mean or, i think you kind of explained it a little bit right more like it fall yeah, under... i guess like a youth Oh, I don't know. How like, a K, like a K-pop-y guy? But you're not, not into K-pop-y yeah, yeah. guys, though. No, that's a good... Yeah, not really, like, feminine, but just, like... Do you have a celebrity example? Like a, like a youthful, Keanu, he's like... like mm-hmm. like Keanu Reeves. He doesn't look boyish, though. But Actually, though, you look really freaking Abraham Lincoln, okay? Let's get real here. That guy's chiseled and tall and lanky. That's true, Abraham that's true. But it, and his face is well-structured, but he doesn't really have a boyish look, but... The guy, know. the guy that came into my head when you were describing uh, Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God! Yes. Okay. That is, oh. Yeah, he is oh, my. She just crush, came in her pants. <laughs> who's, who's, who's Timothy he's Chalamet? He's too young, and I feel like, but he, yes, I think he's very good looking. Okay. Yeah, because he has yeah. the chisel. Yeah. He's he's you know boyish. Really? Yeah. He's killing it right now. He's yeah. A little he's woman. all over. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That okay. is that is the the look that I, I find really attractive. Energy. Got interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. I can list like five people right now. Hello. Hmm. Interesting. I think the first things I notice in a man is smile and eyes. Mm-hmm. I kind of notice their build right away. I was like, "Ooh, I yeah. kind of like this body type." I have a certain like I'm drawn. I'm drawn to certain body types. Yeah, the the mus the muscular. Bit- Mel in- does actually- like the more built. I like the more lanky. She likes the like the guy that works out. So Janet's like maybe metrosexual gay. Your type is probably like maybe fuck boy, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. very true. true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> And it's weird, but the thing is, I don't like guys who work out too, like the look that's too much. If I had a nickel, <laughs> or every time I heard that from a girl. Really? Yeah, because like the rock is too big. Like I want them mm-hmm. to have a nice body, but I don't want them to like be totally obsessed with their mm-hmm. diet. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you got to got it. You got to got it, guys. Like the type of body type I've been into, I noticed, is like the type of Asian guys that are really scrawny. Like growing up, and then they start going to the gym, and then mm. they start building, like mm. filling out their muscle yeah, and, yeah. and their body mass. Psychologically, like they must have yeah. not been used to being. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, that's deep. Because I think the guys I've dated, like two of them specifically, told me, like, they're like, I wasn't like this growing up. I was kind of lanky, and then I started working out, and I was like, oh. And I think there's a little sense of a, they don't feel like they're super hot because they grew up feeling kind of lanky. So For I'm, sure. I'm kind of mm. like that. So there's a little bit more humility there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the fuckboy look kind of, I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah. What's, what's, uh, what's my look? Silence. More, <laughs> Helen likes guys that are very, like, uh, very handsome. Like, mm. That's a word. Like, all the guys I've seen that you do, oh. like, like, very... Uh, like, classically handsome. Classically yeah, yeah, yeah. handsome. That's true. Mm. And athletic. I feel like you have, like, a drive towards the more athletic build. Yeah. True I story. You don't date, like, you don't have the fuckboy look. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that kind of turns me off. I think I kind of uh, associate with, like, immaturity a little bit, mm-hmm. too. That's true. So that's why I'm, like, mm, over it. Yeah. But another thing I noticed, too, I also am similar to Janet. I love hands. So when I know when mm-hmm. your body and, like, or your face, like, checks off the box for me, I go straight to your hands. I go, do I like his hands? Like, on a date, yeah. when he's ordering, I look at his hands. I'm like, do I want this hand to hold me? I was going to say, what action? Like, the whole hand holding? I just like... Is that the first action in your head? I just envision like, that's the hand that's going to hold me. That's the hand that's going to do a lot of things mm. for my family yeah. and for me. <laughs> and I, it's weird. I like Asian male hands. Huh. That look, that look like they've been worn in. 
That sounds weird. Morning. That's Wait, what is... true, actually. I could I could tell an Asian guy hand. Yeah, because even when I see like a white guy's hand, I don't feel like, oh, it's hot. I'm like, oh, I like an Asian guy's hand. Interesting. How would That's you really describe? Is it like how order the characteristics? It's like the me? nail beds. <laughs> the, oh. The nails. I don't like very slender looking fingers, but there's just like a aesthetic thing about Asian male hands that I thought. That's not like I have a fetish. Oh, the guys here are staring at their hands, <laughs> and I just saw Jason peek over at Mike's hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like my hands aren't that. No, you have really nice hands. Me? Because you know what it is? It's like, you can tell, like, these yeah, are man. hands that yeah, did man, work. Those are pretty hands. <laughs> you I, hands. I thought your hands were nice. Like, look my, at that super, like... My guys, guys both my, have my good, hands. good hands. And I also like the veiny, like, area where it's mm. like, they lift things. They lift things. <laughs> I've, I've heard the veiny thing, like the veiny yeah. forearm. Oh, yeah. love that. Yeah. When you said arms, Janet, did you mean, like, forearms? Yeah, forearms yeah. all the way to the hands. I do, I mean, I think similar to Mel, there's, like, probably some biological mm-hmm. association to feeling, like, they're strong and they're going to take care of you. They're going to protect you and all of that. Yeah. So. Forearms, I agree, are like when you see like the, the little like the crease little or the yeah. little shadow, the dent, yeah, yeah for your muscle. Dent. I'm just like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. What's <laughs> the, hold on. What's the dent? What do you mean? Like they, I'm showing on my own arm because, yeah. you know. Yeah, Ellen's ripped, <laughs> like FYI. Like this, but a little deeper. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm showing them my forearm, I'm like my little muscle. Forearms. So for the listeners, like the uh, right above where you'd be wearing the watch, like but a little closer to the elbow. Yeah, mm. there's an indentation. Get that dent, y'all. Get that dent <laughs> on the outside, right? On the outside. Yeah, of the on the outside. Yeah. Okay, so you guys asked us what's the first thing you notice in you know like a man. What's the first thing you notice or find attractive in a woman? So imagine a woman walks into a room. What is the first thing that you notice? Face, face for sure. Yes, face yeah. for sure. What do you look for in the face? <laughs> I would hope Each so, of kind of. Die. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a big smile person. It's funny how there's like there's so many different types of smiles. For some reason, I, I think I like the frowning smile, if that makes sense. Oh, like there's Because there's a normal smile, which is just like, like that orange peel. Yeah. But then there's like the... Like, the little smirky like, smile. Like a smir- smirky smile. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I try to think back. Yeah. That's funny. That's interesting. You know, it's because it's kind of like a... Mysterious? I know something. Oh. But like, like you, you would make that smile if you just, you know, said something like, oh, you're going to come to the party tonight? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> I think Jason you know just got turned off. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, though, because I know, I know what you mean. Dude. Yeah, I know what you mean, dude. I had this one girl come up to me and was like, you're going to go to this party tonight? And I was like, oh, I don't think so. And then she, this is like the one of the best quasi pickup lines I've ever received Ooh, I like this. in terms of how it affected me. She's like, yeah, you going to the party tonight? And I was like, oh, I don't think so. And she said, oh, that's a shame. <gasps> Smile. Oh, and I was like, Smile. I felt that. I was like, oh. why is it a shame? <laughs> I wish I could go now. And I was like, whoa. That is a very good pickup line. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. insinuated so much. Yeah, because yeah. it's subtle. It's subtle. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know what you're talking about first with the smirky smile, but then I realized when you described it, I was like, I think we probably used it once in our life, like the smirky. Like it's a little, like, like a little flirtatious yeah. thing. It's like I'm not fully giving you a smile, smile, because I don't want to give all of me away. I don't want to expose mm, all of myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of like a mysteriousness. Yeah, because that was a little linger too. It's like yeah, and it's like. Mm. A little moment of tension. Oh, I like it. Yes. Good, good. That's a good one. Some people just have it naturally, though. Wait, Jason, do you have anything like a smile or... So, I'm, I'm just going to be straight up. Like, I tend to work... Um, top down. Top down. Yeah, top down. Top down, I think it's like... That's the, interesting. The general rule. It's not necessarily, if you look at movies, it's, some mm, movies are like oh. bottom up. Yeah, that's true. true. Actually, that's usually the more traditional way yeah. that they... True. Yeah. I pay attention a lot to like girls' hair and their oh, okay. makeup and stuff. And yeah. maybe even... Um, it's like how put together they are. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, I'd say eyes. I think eyes are, are one of the more important ones for me because mm. you can just read a lot from just looking at someone's eyes. 
you can just sort of see you can see happiness you can see pain mm. you can see suffering sometimes sometimes you can see they're happy but they're hiding something that so you, you can tell a lot you can tell a lot even like people's eyebrows too like the way it's shaped and the way they mm. they move it when they're talking too you can tell a lot from just a lot wow, of, like a lot of little things going on on, on facial on analysts face. here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already self conscious of yeah. my eyebrows. Now we're like, <laughs> what moving. face am I? What am I saying with yeah. my eyes? Like now I want to smirk and not move at the same time. <laughs> but then you know, beyond all those great things, uh, I'd say I'm a booty guy. Booty, okay. <laughs> yeah. You just went straight there. Guy. Okay, that's actually good. Yeah, Mike. What if there was a body part that stands out beyond the smile, second to the smile? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, besides personality, you mean? Yeah, of course. Um, I was gonna say posture is a big one. So mm-hmm. like the oh. everything is accentuated no, from the po- <laughs> with the with the posture, right? So like you know all that stuff. Like yeah, yeah. um, like so the they, way they hold their themselves in a room, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's actually funny because I think I've heard a lot of female friends being scared of um like weightlifting because they're like oh i don't want to look too big mm. but i've generally been more attracted to those body types where it's like oh they have nicer shoulders and mm, more structured Be- and and clearly because they worked on it so that's why they have those types of bodies i feel like nowadays the trend is more also like the super curvy like when you say booty right like yeah. sometimes it's like the huge booty that like yeah. like the what kind of muscles do they have in there where they can like flip it and reverse it and like you know like do you want that kind of a booty or you want like just a nice perky booty i think there's a limit right there's no there's definitely a limit for sure yeah and like nowadays people are getting injections now and stuff you don't even know like what's what's real what's not real and stuff so i think as i age those are things i pay less attention to for sure but like what kind of but, butt that you if, yeah but like like a, like a butt. butt like a fit butt a fit butt yeah fit butt i think the same thing with like i guess boobs too like because when people hear like oh so you just like big boobs or something it's like no there also there's like a limit to that it's mm-hmm. like yeah. so our next question is around breakups what is going on in a guy's mind after a breakup and then also even during so while you're doing the breakup and then right after what are the things that you're thinking and feeling? Have you guys had a recent breakup? Let's start with that. Mm-hmm. I've only had one breakup from like a girlfriend, like full on like DTR girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It was a four year relationship. And like yeah, the next question I was going to say was, are you the one who initiated the breakup mm-hmm. or are you the one yeah. broken up with? Let's talk about if you are initiating the breakup, knowing mm-hmm. that this is something you're going to have to do. What are you thinking about? How are you feeling? I have never done that. Ooh. Or then maybe then the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the only other one. Oh, I mean, the other <laughs> That's very, that's a very specific, interesting thing because it was my first ever dating experience. Like I feel like I would definitely handle it differently now. In a sad way, I think everyone should go through a big breakup in their mm-hmm. lives because you learn so much about yourself. Because it was my first dating relationship, they were like my whole like world, right? Yeah. Like my whole, my whole, the whole roller coaster ride of dating was just them. So mm-hmm. I had no other frame of reference. So when it's cut off. You're kind of like, how do I become independent again? So it's really hard because you're kind of, even biologically, you're like addicted too, mm-hmm. right? So you have to figure out how to like force yourself to fall out of love. But you learn how to become stronger. And someone once said, uh, alone actually just means all one. So how to become ah. that again. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Call yeah. that one. Yes. So I learned a lot about myself, but it was tough. What did you learn about yourself? You can't change it from being bad to good. I think that's the initial reaction. You're like, yeah, this, the situation is bad. How can I make it transform it to be good? It's almost like a funeral. Like if a close friend died, mm-hmm. you know you want to transform it. Like let's make them become alive again. But 
they're not they're just not gonna Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a bad situation no matter what so you have to be able to mourn for it and like accept that it's bad yeah or sad and then how do we move forward from there what i learned was like it didn't take away from any of the good times we had together Mm -hmm. the 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 danger right is like some people could be like oh i hate this person and no they're they're, they're terrible and like i am so regret ever being with them but i don't like uh there was like a big chapter of my life and taught me a lot about myself and and we're still cool too but you know she's back in new york and everything so but you kind of learn that aspect like it's bad, but you can move on from it. Mm. And it was a good chapter that just is no longer with us. Yeah. yeah. I think it's also like a misconception or people th- assume that when guys are going through breakups, like they're like sleeping around or like using other women to like get over the, the, the mm. breakup. But do you think that's true? Yeah. How did in, you get over? In my uh, case, I did not. I did not have any like reboundy mm. situations. You didn't feel the, it wasn't like you felt an urge to do that either. Or did you? I think I, because tr- I think this was the era of like, dating apps and stuff Mm -hmm. so i think i tried like okay let's try putting yourself out there right Mm -hmm. and doing that but dating apps still and have not ever worked for me really Mm, so like that didn't pan out i truly had to find it within myself there was no one like to replace her with Mm -hmm. i did so i didn't have that person to replace her with it sounds like i mean you're describing it that it was a very emotional experience for you a lot of my girlfriends when they first break up they almost can't date someone like emotionally they're like i can't i go on the date physically and i'm just like not there i can't Mm -hmm. feel anything Mm. and they wonder sometimes the stereotypes that guys can just go and they just like mindlessly but it sounds like for you even if you had gone on a date you might have still emotionally like there was a preference to still not feel for another person or... That's interesting, right? Like if I I don't know, but like if I was in a situation where this other girl was like swooping in or hollering at me, would I have been like in the middle of the date, like you know PTSD or something? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. Could have been closed I, off. That sure. that never happened. So you've only had one girlfriend your whole life? Yeah, one like official. You were my girl. Like, oh shoot. Mm. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's kind of the reverse as a lot of our friends because I feel like a lot of our friends had like casual or shorter relationships mm-hmm. and a lot of them want to experience a full-on relationship. Yeah. Right? yeah. She was my first ever date kiss, mm-hmm. you know? Oh. Um, and that was a four-year relationship. So like I kind of did the reverse. Like yeah, I like okay. started off with the relationship, yeah. like, like meeting family and yeah. trips and yeah. Valentine's Day's birthdays, Valentine's Day's birthdays, you know, like Christmas, all that, <laughs> stuff, all that stuff. Yeah, so I have like had the reverse experience. Were you like going to get married? N- no, because we were young. We were, oh, yeah, okay. You guys were definitely young, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that wasn't like a situation. But however, Phil has this area of life when you graduate which she says like um. a lot of relationships don't make it through. Mm. And it was, I was like, when he told me that, I was like, that was that time. Because yeah. you know, you're real evaluating in life and people are like family members, like all pressures of, of talking about that stuff. We're like, we're not even thinking about that stuff. But then right. like, yeah. inceptions into your head. You know? yeah, yeah. Do you think that, was, since you said that was a while ago, has that deterred you from wanting to date other people? Or are you looking and it's just not like happening right oh. now? I do remember earlier on when I finally got over it, well, 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 when I was like making progress, right, of like getting independent again, I do remember of being definitely a little like afraid of like being that vulnerable with someone and giving those feelings to someone puts you kind of in a weak position because mm-hmm. they can, they have your heart in their hands and they could do with it what you will, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember being a little like, scared of going back because I, I found this newfound strength I was like cool I'm good again yeah, yeah. don't want to give someone the power to crush me again you know <laughs> like I just got it back yeah you know? um but but that was a while ago that was before I moved to LA so mm. so I'm not like put off to relationships per se you just haven't found the right one in LA yet right I feel like I found like it's not necessarily the amount of dates that prove how much of a connection there is mm. there's some people that only need one or two dates 
to form a connection yeah. that like is bigger than someone you've been on more than that with, yeah. which is so interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's like waiting for that connection. At the same time, it has to line up with what the girl's feeling too, right? Because mm-hmm. even if you feel that connection and like timing or timing is a big thing, yeah. So it's all matching up the right pieces. You yeah. Know? How about you, Jason? Have you my turn. experienced <laughs> a breakup? Also, what goes on your mind when you're going through a breakup? Yeah, so I think going back to what you guys were saying earlier, I think it has a lot to do with who initiated, what the reasoning of the breakup is for. And one of my first breakups was back in college. It wasn't what I wanted per se, but I think we both knew that like things weren't quite going the way we wanted it to. And I could sense it more from her, but she wasn't really communicating it to me. We were in like pretty different phases like in our life. I think we, I was like a couple years out of college and she was actually... She was senior senior year in high school, but she was doing like running start, so she was going to college too. I just think we were in different different phases in our life, and she was about to go to uni and um, join a sorority. I was in college, but I was planning to go move to California. Yeah, definitely like a lot of tears. I was the one who initiated the breakup because I knew she needed and wanted something to happen, but I, I just don't think she could um, – build up enough courage I think to tell me mm-hmm. and so I, I just texted her I was like you know is there something wrong and uh, if there is you know just come over and we'll talk about it I think that was my, one of my very first experiences just really like going out of my comfort zone to like take on the challenge of trying to communicate as best as I as, as I could she came over and then that's when I just sort of asked over and over again like you know like you're gonna tell me what's going on and, you know like, you haven't been texting me and this and that i just said like you know do we do we need to take a break do we need to break up and spend some time apart and then we both were tearing up and stuff and um there was some sense of like like relief right because there was just this unanswered question in the back of my head and i'm sure she was having a hard time too because she was she just was having a hard time spitting it out to me the best thing that happened after the breakup was that i already i had already had a thailand trip planned Mm. and I was going to be gone for like five weeks Mm. and it was very convenient that I was going to go travel with my brother long story short too my brother was dating someone and he broke up with that person the same week so we both went through the breakup together oh so that so it helped a lot Mm. it helped a lot and on top of that we we went to Thailand like Mm. the week after Mm. and it was just yeah, I had an amazing time at <laughs> Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, definitely had a easier time coping. You know, I definitely sort of dragged along for for a bit afterwards, like once I came back and stuff. But I think I was prioritizing my independence more mm. um, at that point. That Thailand trip, though, if I didn't have a Thailand trip, I'd like I'd probably be telling you a different story. Maybe yeah. maybe I wouldn't even share it with you guys. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Thailand trip helped a lot. I think doing what you got to do to cope. I love when guys talk about their feelings. Yeah, yeah, it out. <laughs> was that was that your only girlfriend that you've had, like official? Um, official after girlfriend? that, I went through a long single yeah. phase, mm-hmm. like dating phase, casual relationships, and then just the past year, I was I was never official with anyone, but there were like a few people that I dated. What's considered long term? Like the DTR, you defined it like okay. girlfriend, boyfriend. Yeah, we definitely weren't boyfriend girlfriend. We never labeled anything. I think that's one thing I've I was I've always been so cautious mm-hmm. of is to like label it, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're like locked in, locked in. Yeah, you're locked in, and and, and I think at that point I was just so independently driven at that point that I was scared that I'd lose my like freedom. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you Especially, were only seeing them right, so it was almost like pre dating. Like you guys were dating, you just didn't have the title. 
because you weren't seeing other people she wasn't seeing other people yeah i mean there there were a few where i was like openly dating openly multiple. dating but then there were like a couple that i slightly locked in a little bit mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and then like just kind of see where it would go kind of like put my attention and focus more towards one person see where it would go but i was also very careful i was just scared i was just scared to lose my my, my freedom. Hmm. I think we talk about this a lot, actually, like amongst me, Mel, Janet, about how our guy friends don't appear to ever want to settle down. Yeah. So maybe that's one question to ask you guys. Like, is there a timeline in your mind of when you want to get married, to have kids? Because for women, we have a biological clock. We want to mm-hmm. get it you know, like started. Yeah. But is there something in your mind, or like a year or a, an age in your mind where you're like, by this time, I want to be settled down? I have this conversation a lot with some of my friends I hang out with. My upbringing and my family dynamic, I was never really around, like, a happy married couple. Mm. I was never really around, like, even though I had a stepdad. Long story short, my mom's a Buddhist nun now, so that kind of puts Whoa. things into perspective. But my biological parents were divorced when I was, like, three or four. So then my mom married. My my mom went through, like, four marriages. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of half-siblings. But, yeah, I just I never really grew up envisioning a future where I was like a father with like three kids with a wife and living happily ever after. I never really ever, ever thought about that. I never, I don't know. I was just maybe too busy in the present moment, having fun and just like goofing around. So yeah, that's, that's, that's my honest truth. Like I never, ever thought that I would like be a parent or be married. So would you say you don't kind of have a timeline then? You're still figuring it out. I'm still figuring it out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm still figuring it out. So it's funny. I, I, I love period babies, period. Oh, like, you meant periods. periods. <laughs> I love periods. No, <laughs> no I, I, I love babies so much. And my mom loves babies so much. And her dad loved babies so much. Like, if, if this is a baby around. It's like, give it to me. You know? Yeah. I was also super influenced. Like, I watched Gilmore Girls with my mom. And I was like, that would be so f- cool. Like, having, like, a kid. Like, obviously, teenage pregnancy, not not good. But, like, oh, like, this is so cool. Like, having a young kid. So, emotionally, I'm like, I want to spend time with my cool kids. But, logistically, yeah, I'm an actor and a career first. And so, uh, it's like th- those things, for sure, are not aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, raising kids is, you know, logistically, money, all that stuff. So logis- the logistics are not there. Mm-hmm. And I totally uh, get that. So like, I'm not like looking for like kids like now. I don't have like a timeline per se. It's all, yeah, finding the right person. Mm-hmm. But um, you do want a family eventually. Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have like an age per se. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's true. Honest answers. Yeah. I think the common thing I'm hearing from a lot of my guy friends and you guys is just like, they're not on a timeline. It's more like, I feel like I'm putting myself in my career first. Mm-hmm. And if someone happens to pop in at a right time, it's like timing. Yeah. 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 yeah you exactly. know, it's yeah. a huge thing. I'm not opposed to it. I just never really thought about it. Thought about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, now we helped you to start thinking about it. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm seeing mini Jasons like running around. Like, oh, that'd be kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a very interesting question. Are guys intimidated by women who make more money or are more successful? Like, would you be with someone who makes more money than you? So this is interesting because I think actually the answers are probably reversed with guys and girls. So like, I don't think it's intimidating. Like, it's not a deal breaker. Like, if a woman is accomplished and has all these accolades. However, I feel like the reverse is, like, I feel like if the woman has more accolades, she'd be less likely to date someone who doesn't have as much, Mm. unfortunately. Mm. Like gut reaction? Yeah, I think that there's something built in there against about, I mean, it's probably also like traditional training in the patriarchy, which is not great, but generally it's like I think a woman wants a man to be 
a little bit more able to provide or I don't know or like more um, that you want to also like learn from him but I don't know but nowadays it's like it's also like in what fields right like you guys can be accomplished in different things Mm -hmm. I don't know what do you ladies think I think it depends on like stage in life because if I was still in my 20s I don't think I would care as much Mm. but now that I'm in my 30s I think I care a little bit more when you're thinking about a permanent partner yeah because like even with my fiance now we're thinking about like oh my gosh finances like we need to start breaking it down and understanding like if we want to buy a house if we want to start having kids like those are all logistical things that Mm -hmm. require money to live a certain lifestyle so that's why it's like i think after 30 it's kind of shifted for me a little bit how about you mel i think for me i prefer kind of like janet like i prefer if my partner is accomplished or like on the same level of learning and career wise as me but in his own in his own field his own field i think it's because like i dated younger before and i don't want to like i don't like to play teacher so I'd rather mm-hmm. learn at this point. I want to learn from my partner. I equate it to like where they are career-wise. Like I think professionally I like to learn a lot. Yeah, I don't know if I would date someone who's like not pursuity ones, I guess. Like yeah. teacher part's like fun in bed, but like not in real life. Even that. <laughs> don't, I don't want to teach you in bed. You need to know what you're doing. But financially too, like I had this talk with my girlfriend back at home, my best friend. She's very like traditional. She's like, I want the man to make more than me. I was like, oh, mm. but I'm also someone that I like the equal. Yeah, I don't mind if he makes more than me, but I don't mind if he makes the same as me because I don't make a shit ton of money, but I'm okay with that. But financially, what, what if, makes- if he's uh, working on something that has a lot of potential in two years, but also could have no potential at all? I think if he had a solid foundation, like, oh, I saved up money to work on this. I'm like, okay, but if you have no money and you're working it towards this, I'd be kind of like, okay, questioning your strategy. Mm. So it's like but it's not a deal deal breaker not, not a deal deal breaker if yeah. he makes mm. less than me i brought that up because i think i read an article or a podcast or something because obviously now more than ever right women are more independent and have more opportunities to rise up the ranks and become doctors lawyers mm-hmm. but now there's a growing like concern of like where are all the guys mm-hmm. but because though that amount of accomplishment is higher but they still don't mm. want to date less accomplished mm-hmm. than them. Yeah. So, so in a weird way, the hard work, sticking with that mentality, dwindles down the potential amount of guys, mm-hmm. dwindles yeah. down the group yeah, of yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, along the same lines, like, do you guys feel any pressure from old school societal standards, specifically for men, to be like the breadwinner or to take care of your girlfriend? And do you have those like feelings that you feel like you need to take on, I guess? It's tough to say if it's nature or nurture, right? I always want to like take care of my girlfriend or my girl, right? Was that like taught or is that like... Maybe it's like the way that you take care of her. Because like the more traditional ways are like financially providing or that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But then there's also the way of like, oh, I would plan the dates or I would be extra attentive to like... So care in different ways. Do you feel pressure on the more traditional end, I guess, of like providing for her financially or um, I don't know. Because I will say that like for me, I feel like the pressures that or the values that I've grown up with is more like make sure you can provide for your family. But I've Mm -hmm. never thought about it in the sense of like my significant other. Mm. But do you feel that pressure to provide for your significant other or person you're dating? I do. To some extent, I feel like I've never really been attached to money, nor have I ever attached the the value of money to my goals, Mm -hmm. which is kind of problematic if you're trying to like make like a decent living as a creator i feel like you kind of need to have that drive a little bit never really um tie the two together i'm like oh if i work this hard i'll make you know this much money it was more of just like i just want to like create and not have to worry about money ever mm-hmm. for me it's uh, if, if we can split a bill on dinner like i'm, I'm chill it doesn't matter how much money mm-hmm. you make um, it's really all about the connection and outside of like work and, and the professional life if you if you guys just vibe you vibe you know it's all about energy 
Mm. Yeah, I think overall, like everything in my career has been to just, you know, grow and be more successful. And luckily that's been like, I guess, panning out. Hopefully that falls in line, right? Because by the time you have kids or, or a wife mm-hmm. to take care of, you'll have the capital to do it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, an investment. So, yeah, I guess, I get, I, yeah, uh, but I don't think I've specifically gotten an overbearing like parent being like FYI this is all because you have to take care of your wife you know yeah, what I mean yeah, 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 yeah. it hasn't been like any of that so would you, but for sure I want to yeah. be able to but so right. back to the first question like so yeah. would you say you're not intimidated by women who make more money than you right I'm not actually my type is kind of like an independent woman mm. like who's I'm a huge nerd so forgive me but like, like if you turn around and she was like oh by the way I'm actually take off the mask Wonder Woman or <laughs> <laughs> like 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 she, she actually, and you'd be like oh yeah that makes sense you know, you you're you're killing it. You know, mm. versus like the stereotypical thing where the damsel in distress, the, yeah, right. Where yeah. Like the guy wants the woman to just be everything submissive, submissive, submissive. Yeah, interesting. Equal playing fields. Yes, and connection. Asian Boss Girl is brought to you by Skillshare. Make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with classes from Skillshare. Learn about illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, podcasting, and more. As we enter our second year of the podcast, we already know it's going to be a busy one. However, one thing we individually do to track our personal growth and reflect is journaling. But we're not going to lie, sometimes it's hard for us to actually think about what to write. Luckily, with Skillshare, they offer amazing classes to get your brain juices flowing, from writing for self-discovery to creative journaling. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com ABG and get two free months of premium membership. That's right, Skillshare is offering Asian Boss Girl listeners two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com ABG. Again, go to Skillshare.com ABG to get your two free months of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash A-B-G. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. All right, guys. I think I think me, me and Mike, we've been talking a lot. So let's <laughs> let's uh, nail you guys with some nail, nail, nail us. us. <laughs> oh. I didn't mean it like that, Is guys. Flying something? Nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we're uh, switching the topic to something uh, a little more juicy. Actually, the probably the most juicy it could possibly get. Yeah, we're gonna smash right into this topic. <laughs> smash wow. It. Okay, dr- drill it in, guys. What is it? <laughs> All right, let's drill it in. Um, I think into the wall, right? Okay. All back. Just say it. We have peanut butter. I got the peanut butter. Wow! Wow! There is peanut butter on the table. (laughs) So, how many male uh, listeners do you guys have? 
It's about 30%. Yeah. Yeah. 30%. Males, these questions are for you guys. Uh, Yeah. So obviously I think there's a lot of conversation, actually not a lot of conversation around um, penis size. Oh, okay. Okay. Does size matter to you guys? Personally, for me, I don't need a dick to be hella huge. Size kind of matters, but doesn't 100% matter? Explain yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I have, like, my experiences with sex, I feel like, like, I think Janet mentioned this in an old episode. It is emotion of the ocean versus, like, size. It's more how you use what you have. Exactly. I agree. Although, it depends. Like, I think girth matters. You love girth. Yeah, girl. (laughs) I I mean, (laughs) Helen prioritizes girth over length. But not like like a, what's it called? Uh, A toad. Not like a (laughs) Because if it's like a stump, then I don't know. That's kind of weird. But Not a lot of motion to that ocean. Yeah. If it's like a pencil, <laughs> it's like like the super thin, then I'm going to feel like it's a pencil. Yeah. You know? This is so. like a what would you rather question. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It has to kind of be perfect. <laughs> well, wow. Girth, nodded. girth gang. Girth gang. But also thing? Some, <laughs> some length gang. Yeah. I actually... I am pretty turned off when it's too big. Yeah. Because that actually is then not comfortable and it can be painful mm-hmm. for the woman yeah. and not enjoyable. Janet's been lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Actually. Apparently not lucky though. <laughs> you 30% guys. So <laughs> <laughs> mine. I actually just came across this book. Um, some Somebody posted on Instagram. I, I was scrolling through my feed and there was this book called like, how do you live with a huge penis? Because <laughs> it, it's, it's a real problem. Yeah. It's a, it's a real problem. Elephantus, right? Isn't that the name? Oh, of it is an actual, like, is it? physiological, yeah. like, quote-unquote disorder, oh. or like a thing. At the same yeah. time, there's also growers, not Rich showers. Oh, I know. Showers, growers, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys? Are, should we say at the same time? Oh. One, two, three. Growers. growers. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the majority of, of guys in are, general are growers. growers. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you guys. Oh, yeah. Have you ever masturbated thinking about one of your opposite sex friends? Ooh. Ooh. That came from our listener. listener. A friend that you guys are purely platonic. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like Mike has a lot of girl friends. No, because like what is a friend versus... Because, you know, I'm sure like, there's been like... Romantic things with some people mm-hmm. that are not, they're not, not like girlfriend, boyfriend, but it's like, oh. Mm. You know, just like platonically friends. I'm going to say yes. I would ask who. Yeah. I don't even know who. If you're strictly platonic with someone, yeah. does that mean that you can't have thoughts either? I don't, you tell me. Okay, what? here's what I, here's how I saw the question. Like, maybe there's someone who's, you know, one of your friends, just a friend, but you probably found them like attractive or physically attractive, whatever. So when you're like masturbating, you're like, hey, maybe I'll think of her. Yeah, but we're friends. That's the yeah. yeah. That's the question. Yeah. I couldn't give you guys any names, but I'm just gonna say yes because that's I can, I don't see. How there's that nothing could wrong. Be a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I just going through my database. Because <laughs> 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 oh I think I'm I'm pretty proactive. Like if 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 I felt like oh attractive, you would act so, on it I, right. Yeah. So then are they no longer friends? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe they're taken and you can't take mm. that step further. Oh yeah. Oh, you're the smirk. He's smirky. The Mine. smirk just bit his lips. <laughs> you just, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You just bite your lip, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like salivating a little Dang, bit. You're like there. giddy over here. He takes a sip of his tea. Mm. <clears throat> How are you guys? Cheers. How Cheers. are you guys? <clears throat> I, don't, I actually don't really think of a person. I don't you think do? I have. I don't think I, I don't think i have because i think i'm also proactive if i like them mm-hmm. then i probably would have acted on it yeah yeah other yeah i don't think i have sorry guy friends <laughs> i want to say yes well it's because like we have a lot of guy friends that maybe i don't want to have a relationship with them but like i find them physically attractive so maybe mm-hmm. something pops in my head i'm like oh, yeah, it just comes just comes it just comes yeah, yeah. It just comes, yeah. It just pops up 
I think guys are more visual though, and girls are more like imaginative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's a stereotype, right? Like that's why yeah. uh, like girls have romance novels mm-hmm. versus guys have porn. Mm-hmm. Porn. Yeah. Hub. Yeah. How much do you guys identify with that? Like, can you get turned on from just like visual stimulation? Or do you need, like, something more? Because mm. I think a lot of people, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, we don't know, like, send, like, dick pics and stuff, right? Mm. Which is purely visual. What do you guys think about that? I definitely don't like dick pics. That will never work on me. I don't know if anyone does. That's That was actually one of my questions. Really? If, yeah, how do you guys feel about dick pics? And, a- and do you guys think penises are ugly? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe they, they, they grow on you. Hey! But if you were to send me a picture of you like an erected dick, it doesn't turn me on. Yeah. For me, I like that whole experience of being with a man. That's yes. what turns me on. But like just a picture of a dick, it's like, I'm not like, ooh, let me I do agree. that. Yeah. I actually feel like if you send a photo of a bulge in context to you as a like oh. way, that's more because oh. it's like it oh. insinuates, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Versus if you just send a me what? a photo of your like either erect dick or whatever, like that's just like, ew, I don't, I'm not here for that. You heard it here first, folks. Bulge pics. Bulge <laughs> like, started like if you're in, ABG episode 58. If you're in a nice pair of briefs. <laughs> And there's a little bulge, and then you're like, yeah, you know, like that I would agree. be much more. Because oh, at I least agree. from to the imagination, to your point, Mike, yeah. about when, then you kind of imagine like what the experience would be. Wait, actually, so for you guys, if, if a woman sends you a photo, I mean, what do women, like just like of Ooh, cleavage, like, of cleavage, does that turn you on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess to your point about men being visual, right? No, yeah. for sure. They see visual. the thing, mm. and yeah. then it turns them on. Mm. Yeah. At the same time, for sure, like to a lesser extent, because, you know, if it's someone you know, like like a like, you know so you're shipping another obviously that'll turn you on more than just a random person mm-hmm. you know? so like there that's for sure where that the story aspect right. which is probably why guys send so many dick pics because they're like oh yeah, yeah. Oh, this will turn them true. on yeah. because yeah. that would have turned me on you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> I feel... a little funny okay what do you guys think about during sex like speaking of fantasy and stuff think about during sex yeah during the act of it yes. yeah and do you are you like someone who closes your eyes or are you more like are you looking at the person, person. in their eyes. Yeah, like what are you thinking about, or are you like Walk really? Us through. Yeah, wait, do you guys close your? I don't, I don't think. Well, we, we think it sometimes depends on what we're doing. Like, really? I think it just depends. Maybe this speaks to the visualness, but my, I'm, I'm looking. You know, <laughs> on. I think the closest thing that eyes having our eyes closed is with the lights off or dimmed. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, okay. I don't think I would ever. I don't think I've ever closed my eyes before. Or blind, uh, what is it? What you call it? Blind blindfold. Oh, 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 blindfolding. See, okay, that makes sense. The blindfolding mm. thing. That's a whole other thing. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's yeah, a different thing. I make yeah. sense. I, I understand that. I think yeah. for me, when I say like eyes closed, like there's moments that say like it's not sex. I mean, it's like when a guy like maybe it's going down on me. Like I don't want to just stare at him the whole time. Oh, and sure. there's moments of like mm, let me enjoy this and like close my eyes for like a second or a few and then like get back into it wait does that the visual of that that, of a guy going down does that not turn you on it does turn me on but like it's like a mix of like i want to see to turn me on but at the same time i also want to like savor the moment yeah i will say that sometimes when like you're staring each other intensely like like, in the eye the whole time it does get a little weird (laughs) so like for me it's like yes eyes are open but i see what you mean by like you kind of close your eyes and you're just like Enjoying. You know, you're yeah. feeling it. Yeah. yeah. So that's when you close your eyes. Yeah. You're not sleeping. Yeah. You're not not oh, wanting yeah. to look at them. It's more just like in the moment. Yeah. yeah. But no, I was thinking like what you guys think about because like, I feel like sometimes girls are like, I'm gonna be honest, like I get a little insecure when I'm having sex. I'm just like, oh my god, do I, do I look okay? Mm. Is he enjoying this? Mm. Is this the right yeah. move? Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. Like, do you do you guys think more about yourselves and your performance, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. are you more like present in the moment and like looking at them and just like feeling it? I think me personally. I was very 
proactive when I first going through puberty and learning about sex and everything. Especially because, unfortunately, you hear all the bad Asian stereotypes, mm-hmm. right? So when you're like a kid, you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Is this me? Is this going to happen to me in the future? I did contribute to me like always being like, okay, I'm steadying up. So yeah. by the time by the time it comes, by the time it comes, <laughs> um, I'll be ready. You know, like I know how to do everything. So uh, it's funny because to this day that's always on my mind like yeah. you said Mel like I'm always thinking about making sure like how are they feeling yeah. like are yeah. they mm-hmm. you want getting... to make sure you're performing so you're not performing. a selfish you're... lover yeah. you're not a selfish lover I almost can't help but think that at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. like how to make sure I'm doing a good job you yeah know? I think um, going back to porn I think porn has a lot to do with it you just see like people performing at their best, I guess, if you will, mm-hmm. on, in, in porn. You know, granted, like a lot of it's scripted, and they're all they're on like penis pills and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think for me, like earlier on, it was very visual for mm-hmm. me, and also very like performance based, where I, I would just. Um, worry about whether I'm doing a good job or worrying about whether I would like last, mm-hmm. you know, duration, like all, all mm-hmm. those things. I think that's what led me to quitting porn. So, so I've been like porn free for a for a while. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I just became very desensitized mm-hmm. to to sex overall. I just wanted sex to be more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Fellas, if you're listening, there's this thing called 30 Day No Fap Challenge. I highly <laughs> I highly recommend you you try it. It's a really cool community. <laughs> I've done it myself like two or three times, and oh man, it's crazy! It's yeah. crazy. Do you, you feel like your sen- your senses are now more heightened because you're not watching <laughs> porn so much? Yeah, I think on a very extreme level, like I think it's very easy for men to start like objectifying mm-hmm. women when you just watch porn, you know, every other day or maybe even every night, you know, <laughs> before yeah. bed. I just think you start to value women more differently and. You start having more meaningful sex. You become more sensitive in different areas. You have more energy. You're not having a quick fix, mm, you know, like wow. every every night, like in the shower, you're not um, clogging uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. drains. <laughs> the, the pee, the pee thing, the pee trap. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. There's a lot of benefits. 30 day, no fab challenge, guys. Look it up. Even, even ladies, because I'm sure a lot of you guys are dating and, you know, even in dating, you know, men still do it. So, mm. But now when you have sex with women, it's more like, look at her eyes. I mean, it's there's still a little bit of, you know, visual, mm. like, stimulation there. But I do focus more on just the sensation itself mm-hmm. and the, the uh, connection physically and, and mentally. Rather than just, like, relying on the, the oh, damn, this is sexy. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, just, like, yeah. you're just looking at it. Like, POV style, you know, all that. <laughs> you know? That's, That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like you're actually in, you are participating in it mm. and not versus, like, if you're watching a lot of porn, then you're imagining you are in a porn yes. while you're doing it. And you're like, how do I look? Yeah. So how does this look? Like? You're, you're being one with your penis rather than two different things going on. <laughs> and you're just, like, you're, like, watching your own show almost. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, it's, you're like de- detached from yourself almost. It, like it can like get to that level. Be yeah. one with your penis. Yeah. Be one with your penis. I think about this sometimes. Is like a lot of like casual dating nowadays. Is like obviously you know you guys are kind of casually having sex too. For me, it's really hard not to grow emotionally attached with someone I'm having sex with. Mm. Either that happens or like I just can't have sex with someone I'm not emotionally connected with. Mm. But I feel like a lot of my guy friends can detach their emotions from sex. Why and how are guys able to detach emotions from sex? Are you guys able to do that? I don't know if it's detaching emotions. Like I, I don't like I don't think I'm ever like per, go, having sex and being like I am trying to detach this from any mm-hmm. type of making this feel something more than it is. I think I'm always open to that, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think I'm personally, like, using it as, like, okay, this is just, like, this physical act that's not going to mean anything. Mm. But have you ever been able to do that where you will have sex with someone and then not feel any type of emotional connection afterwards? For sure. I mean, I think, as, as you guys know, like, having sex with someone doesn't mean you're going to fall in love with them, you know? Mm. But sometimes they say for women there is, like, physiologically when that happens that you develop something, a greater sensitivity to feeling emotions for them. I, I mean, yeah, for sure uh, it, it opens up a new avenue of communication, with, with the person, which is why I think it's so important to, you know, see if you guys are compatible that way, right? Mm. But yeah, you, just like a conversation, you can figure out during that if you guys are compatible or, or not. Mm. Um, so you could have really bad sex and then not feel anything for them. Yeah, I think in my personal experience, I have been able to do that. Mm. And I think it just comes to show how different males and females are. I was listening to this podcast or this video once on genders and, and how different we are like biologically. And he was talking about like masculinity and like f- femininity and how females are, are different in the sense that for females to have sex, he, he said like they're like surrendering themselves. Mm. And it's so different for a male because a male doesn't necessarily have to surrender himself and fully just accept everything that's about to happen to him. He's more like on the proactive side. Yeah, the, like the proactive side. Yeah, and there was like a visual exercise that he asked everyone to do. He said like, all right, if you're a male, this is this is what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to close your eyes, imagine you're having sex, and then imagine you're being fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. uh, like imagine you're the one surrounding yourself. Mm. And it was like, whoa, this is like weird. Mm. Yeah, this is really You trippy. take on the like, I'm in control and I'm mm. going to control this. Yeah, it just comes to show like how different it is, sex yeah. for males and females interesting so even like the physiology because of the way that you're accepting that that then ties to the emotions versus being the person i mean just like biologically you have penis versus vagina right yeah. like one is taking something in and the other is like receiving it. Receiving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's like no you get on top yeah <laughs> like not not to say that a girl can like be a you know like um whatchamacallit just dominating yeah dom- dominating but like Majority of times, males are like Your the initial dominant reaction. one, and mm-hmm. they're yeah. the one penetrating, and it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just crazy to think about. You know, on, on that note, I can see how females could maybe develop more emotions because they have so much more to, to surrender. Like, surrender, yeah, yeah surrender. Mm-hmm. Have you ladies had experiences where, like, a one night stand or anything, where you don't feel anything afterwards? There's no emotional connection, or is it more like you've never really had sex until you felt emotionally connected with someone? I think always, there's always going to be like an underlying attraction or like a little bit of connection for me. So I never really had sex with anyone that I didn't feel that for. Or it just, I got emotionally attached. To everyone that you've had? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. I think there was only one person for me that, yeah. How was that experience though? I kind of knew it wasn't going to turn into anything, but it's more just like, okay. I didn't live out that like college experience of just experimenting and trying mm-hmm. d- different things out because I always was in a relationship. So the only time I was not in a relationship and I was just like, oh, fuck it. Let's just try this thing out, right? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. have fun. I ended up not liking it that much. Yeah. I mean, it was mm-hmm. fun in the moment, but I knew it wouldn't last yeah. forever. So I was like, I'm wasting my time kind of. Mm-hmm. Was it, did you saw it more? Because I think sex is really fun. It's a fun activity to do. Yeah, it was Kinda more like just like fun, animalistic yeah. type stuff. <laughs> How you Girls doing? can do that too. <laughs> I would say there's two situations where I didn't feel an emotional repercussion from sex. 
One is if it was a one night stand and it was like not in the same city. So I'm like never going to have to see them again. Mm. Right. So there's not that ability to build that rapport. Mm -hmm. And then second would be like there have been people where I was like trying to see if there's something and then I just didn't really feel it. Like I was trying to see if I would feel something and then we had sex and then I was like, I'm not really into you. In some ways it can be possible to. For women to feel that way too. This episode is sponsored by Audible. As working women who are constantly on the go, we are big fans of consuming content and audio formats. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digests like the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. I'm proud to say I'm continuing my goal of consuming more content created by Asian Americans into the new year. What's next on my list? Ali Wong's Dear Girls audiobook. I got so many recommendations from friends on this and I can't wait to listen to it. Dear Girls is a comedic heartfelt letter to Ali's daughters about all her lessons in life, including trapping her husband. What makes this audiobook so special is that Ali Wong narrates the book herself. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. Visit audible.com slash ABG or text ABG to 500-500. That's audible.com slash ABG or text ABG to 500-500. I have, I have like a more on like the before sex and the, the dating question. And flirtation mm-hmm. oh. in this age of social media. Yep. Right. What does it mean when um, a girl like flirts with you in person and stuff, but then you ask them out and then they ghost you? Like, so they don't, they don't respond to the ask out. But then on social media, they still like like your stuff and still follow you and still watch your stories and like, you know, comment mm. on your things. Mm. So this is like, wait, do you not like me? Do you like me? Mm. What does that mean? Why do girls do that? I was going to say the same thing for a guy. Yeah. If I ever found out a girl liked me who I didn't like back, I wouldn't socially engage with them because right. I don't want to leave them on. Yeah. Uh, but I've encountered a lot of girls who do what I just said. <laughs> Here's what I think is happening. She doesn't want to date you, but she wants attention. Mm. So she's trying to, oh. right? Yeah. Because yeah. mm. she knows that you like her. She doesn't want to date you, but if she likes your stuff, then you're going to be a little bit like she's playing with you a little bit. Yeah. That would be my initial. Or you might also be just emotionally detached from Instagram because you're just scrolling Mm, and it's like you're scrolling. They're like, oh, nice picture, Mike. Double tap. And she's not linking the fact that, yeah, maybe she doesn't want to date you, but then you're just kind of there right now to double tap on and she wants to remain friends, maybe. Ooh, does that make you sad? I see like sadness in your eyes right now. It's it's like annoying, I think. Yeah. You know? (laughs) It is. is. I mean, I've been on that side too. It's like literally, no, like, because it'd be great if it was like, oh, not interested. But it's just like yeah. no response. Like a clear you're not, cut answer. You're not going to respond to a text message yet. Still, yeah. You know, that is stuff annoying. on social media. You know, how so, long? How long has that lasted for? Uh, I mean, I feel like there's some that's like a, a lot, like, like oh. a, a, a while. And then and then you see them again in person, and then they're all flirty with you. And then you're like, okay, so maybe oh, it's on again. So hey, you want to grab drinks? Nothing. But then next day, like and lost up again. It's know? attention. I think what Janet said about attention is very. Yeah, that's a good good answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mike. You know, obviously you're an actor. Like, act, an, an actor is like maybe like 
very appealing, I guess, title that you carry. And so I feel like if, if I was a girl doing that, I'd be like, I want the world to know that I'm associated with Mike. Um, so it's like more like to bring up her reputation. Ooh, using that's you. Um, that's something I would I would see it as too. Like I want to sh- chasers. Pretty that like I'd be like, oh, I want the world to know because it's a public comment. If anything, if she, if mm. I want, if I was interested in you, I would just DM you. But no, it's an algorithm hack. They comment on your photos. Their accounts like gonna be viewed by his viewers or something maybe that's how i see it that's oh annoying my, sorry. sorry i feel like we just broke some like major but news to you <laughs> but that's also no, no, just wait, like I mean, a I'm... general your case might be different yeah right the specifics of no i'm sorry but <laughs> <laughs> no i mean no that, that confirms that, i mean because that's how i was going about it anyway. yeah yeah Did, have you experienced that jason i have i don't know it, it, it never really bothered me i mean to what extent is it like are they are they reacting to your stories? Are they watching your stories all the way through? They're like still just very there, but then they're not there when you're trying to like, you know. Yeah, like a full on, yeah, like a full on like just ignoring the text, but then still engaging other ways. That's annoying. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm no. annoyed for you. because It definitely I... happens to me. Yeah, it definitely happens to me. But I tend to try to not date the people that I'm associated with on social media. I try to like find people outside of my circle or just like oh, anybody yeah. That's even on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. Yeah, I don't think they're not necessarily like Instagrammers or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know, just just a tactic they, they have. Yeah. Any more questions on love? So let's talk about butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went. Jason, <laughs> you just go there. Very you, casually. You brought the yin and yang. Yeah. On. This is great. All right, I'm out here for the for the fellas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. These are these are all these are literally all the questions you Google. You know, growing up as a kid. What is your question about butt sex? Jason? Butt sex. Um. Just make it easy. Like, how do what, what do you guys feel about butt sex, and what are your experiences? None, and I prefer not to do anal. I don't know. For me, it's like did we say this previous episode. Like, you don't want like you want doo doo on the dick, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a common. Uh, it thing. sounds like a yeah a jingle, right? Doo doo on the dick. <laughs> but I do have some girl. I I do, I do have some girlfriends that enjoy anal. I just it's just not for me. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there like some like st- stimulation point inside? Oh, for sure, that is, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I thought there was a stimulation point inside for men. Yeah, that too. There's a, there's yeah, a, for I think for, for both. Yeah, right? that's for both. Yeah, for both. I don't know. Yeah. I always thought it was just for men. Have you guys tried anal? Oh, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no response. I don't. I don't enjoy. I don't actually. I think I've probably in like a relationship have like potentially experimented, but mm-hmm. it's never like fully been an act. Mm-hmm. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, it's honestly, it's something that I would allow. So if I was in a committed mm. relationship and it's something that my partner wanted to try, I would be open to it. Yeah. I'm not going to randomly do it with anyone, right? Yeah, of course. Same. <laughs> in one of my previous relationships. Yeah, I, I definitely experimented before as well. It was very light experimentation. But through that experimentation, I, I can understand how it could be enjoyable. It's not an uncommon thing, especially if you're a homosexual person. Yeah. Like it's, that's like their sex mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. have you guys pooped before <laughs> it feels kind of like reverse pooping <laughs> <laughs> wait tell me, so you wait so you were re- tried it before what tried what you've received oh oh yeah, yeah i have yeah <laughs> no you didn't receive it you i received it wait what oh you yeah. had a girl yeah oh yeah. plot twist but like i said it, it was like light experimentation it yeah. wasn't like um it wasn't like a dildo or anything involved yeah. or anything i can understand how it can be enjoyable or or even maybe pleasurable I wouldn't describe as pleasurable, but like I said, like reverse pooping. Pooping like yeah. feels good. Reverse right? pooping, but like reverse pooping. I don't know. It's it's a little weird. You just kind of got. You have to surrender. That's yeah. what you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a good amount of respect for you for experimenting with yeah, that. Yeah, me being, too. And being the res- yeah. And that's where men's G spots, I heard, yeah, that's- is at in your butthole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Mike, would yeah. you let a girl mm-hmm. stick, a finger. stick a finger up there? I don't. I've never had to cross that bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I necessarily like would ask them to. Okay. No yeah. curiosity at all. Not, not super. Not super curious in that. I think there's a lot of other things. That you that prefer. I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. Oh, might be missing curious. Out. So, what are you curious about? What's one oh, thing? just on the, a oh. bunch of other things to do. Oh, that, gotcha. Yeah, I'm not particularly like interested in like anal stuff either. It's just I was in a relationship, and it was, was kind of like a it was like a deal. Yeah, it was like a deal. You don't have yeah. to explain yourself. Yeah, it's it's okay. All right, <laughs> but I think no, it's good. It's good to to like yeah experiment. Experiment. Yeah. Along the same lines of anatomy, the main differences anatomically between men and women are because you guys have penises, right? So I have a lot of questions about that. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, what, what is it like to have foreskin? Well, that's only if you're not circumcised, right? That's that's what I asked earlier. So I don't know. <laughs> no, that's that's only if you're not circumcised. That's so it's like, like a okay. hood that yeah. is over the head. Okay. Yeah. So, but isn't, even if you are circumcised, isn't just the front of the penis the foreskin? Is that called foreskin too? No. Because no. the foreskin is what's being removed. Oh, I thought it was just a cut then that peels back. I didn't know things were being removed. Is is the part That's that covers <laughs> considered yeah. the foreskin or is like yeah, the skin I, on the whole? I'm like 99% penis. sure. That's what yeah. I thought And too, then the so. head is just the head. Uh, so foreskin gets cut off. Right. If you're yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. I thought it was just like they open it. So then it like Like flops. I think they, they, so they actually I think like you come off. out like this. Like this is the foreskin and then they cut this off. No, that's a head like that, uh, so that that doesn't exist anymore. So Mike's showing us with his his, his uh, <laughs> jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's not that big. Like just like imagine like a small little toddler and they're like okay, okay, for an operation. Uh, and it's like a tiny little thingy. Why would people do that? It's a religious it's thing. cleaner. Is it clean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like what? Yeah. What is it a religious? It it's is? a religious it's too, a, right? It's a Jewish thing, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's. it's so it's I a guess, hygiene thing too, though. Yeah, because mm-hmm. something gets hot in your foreskin, right? Yeah. Then you have to clean it. And... Uh, apparently, though, like, because I've talked to other male friends who are not circumcised, apparently it's like a whole other experience, and that's very sensitive. So, like, yeah. I actually am I'm with you girls. I don't know what it is, but they were like, it's like yeah. Extra sensations. That, right, right. Yeah. On that note, actually, um, I don't I don't know how, how much girls are aware of this, but I think guys are a lot of, like, penis-related drugs and kits and stuff are shoved down young boys throats like crazy like like a lot of like you want a bigger penis you want this like like come to this doctor come to that Mm. doctor so i think that's like a i don't know how like it's like targeted yeah i mean i've seen those like commercials a lot but have you like you as a young boy seeing that were you like oh i'm definitely gonna get that penis enlargement oh actually i did yeah there's like a little suction tube one (laughs) my dad actually had one (gasps) my dad had one you try it out I didn't try it. It's basically, I mean, it's basically a pump. It just pumps more blood in there, oh. and then, um, and then there's like a ring. But yeah, basically, what it is is you just you pump, you stick it over, and you sort of there's like this little thing you tug, and it just sucks the air out of there, which creates blood to flow into. So it's like a bruised mm. dick, then. Kind of, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's like an inflamed dick. Inflamed yeah. dick, yeah. And then you put a, like a little ring around it to hold it in. So oh. so usually that's like another uh, alternative. To like like Viagra, I guess. Oh. If you don't want to take pills and stuff, you can just. It's like a natural way to. It's like yeah. a Kylie Jenner with her like lip the Pringles lip thing, right? Like to oh, make your lips bigger. Oh, the suction thing yeah, where pump it up. Oh yeah, put on your I, yeah, instead. basically. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Wait, so I guess to bounce off Helen's question on foreskin, like, how does it feel to have a penis? Because like as women, we don't have anything hanging off from our bodies. Does it just do you feel it like kind of rub against your leg when you walk and stuff like that? Or right, because like biologically, it's the clitoris right that turns into the mm-hmm. penis yeah 
So I think that's also why they say like sex is on guys' minds more because it's so external. The chances of it rubbing or touching oh. something is more possible. Oh. So because of that, guys tend to be more turned like, on. Ready yeah, to go. Psychology is constant. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Well, I guess like in, in like the summertime, right when it gets like really hot and gets really sweaty, is it like extra sensitive then? Because it's like slapping against your leg and it's like sticking on there, and it's like oh, I don't know, you know the there's more <laughs> friction. <laughs> I don't know if the weather necessarily has anything to affect it. I think you need to ask the people who read the book how how to live with a huge penis because maybe that's where like if if you're literally living life and your penis is getting in the way of <laughs> Of just like daily tasks, <laughs> or like, uh, I think that's that's where it gets problematic. What's the most annoying thing about having a penis? Mm. You know, guys always say like hitting the balls is like the most like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything, right? It's funny because it's like you know when when people say like oh like guys are stronger right than women or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like guys have like a really easy weak point, you know, mm. <laughs> right? Biologically, that design is flawed. It's like, well, they'll yeah. just get them down. You said yeah. the aim at that spot, right? Yeah, that's true. So in a way, it's kind of like vulnerable. Yeah. Right. It's funny because like I don't even know how to answer that because that's all we've known. Oh, that's true. So it's just like oh, mm. I, I live with a penis. I think the only thing, maybe one way I could answer it is um, a lot of males grow up having a lot of like ins- insecurity issues mm. with you know penis mm. and penis size, and and that ties back to porn too. Like, mm. Are you guys comfortable with your body? Yes. I'm, I'm comfortable now. Um, in high school, middle school, I was, I was definitely, there was a phase where I was insecure about my mm, penis size. Yeah. I think you, when you watch porn, they just set extremely unrealistic um, yeah. expectations. And that's why I brought up standards. Those, yeah, that's why I brought up those those ads and stuff because you're like, it's like, oh, these doctors recommend taking this. And you're, so before you even have become a man, you're like, Do, should I be concerned with this? Mm. Like, is this a real thing? And a bunch of this stuff for sure is not safe, you know? So I'm sure like, People have bought some medications or whatever before even realizing from growing like, oh, yeah, this is going to be an issue. Right. Mm. I'm always curious, like in the bathroom, like girls, we all have stalls. And I feel like if we didn't have stalls, that'd be really weird. Like yeah. sometimes in the mall, there's like one stall without a door. And then there's someone peeing in there like, girl, why don't you pick the one with the stall? <laughs> <Seriously? laughs> door? Yes, that happens sometimes. I'm just like, Interesting. weird. But guys, that is typically what it is. It's like open urinals and That's you true. have to pull out something to pee, right? Yeah. Right. And I know the whole thing is like you're supposed to stare straight ahead and not look at anyone else's. But like, have you looked before? Have you like peeped over? No, that that that's why like some bathrooms are designed well, where it's like yeah, there's yeah. like a wall, okay. or like there's like a way to like the separation is like clearly thought about. The field of vision is blocked. Sure. But then there's some other bathrooms that's like there's no way like you're oh, you're always in the field of vision. Mm, yeah. I'm like, god dang it. Yeah, there's some yeah. bathrooms where it's just a big like metal. Um, <laughs> oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just. Sharing one big thing. So it's because yeah, I don't want to look at your junk. You can definitely yeah, see peripherally so. for sure. Wow. But you know, there's ways to like, you know, be discreet about it. Yeah. But there's also guys, there's guys who flaunt big time. They'll just like pull it out oh, really? and like, start mm. like yanking it and like some, what? some guys. Oh, really? oh, yeah. oh I have an experience. Oh yeah, big time. Like there's like big time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, there's like short short story, but um I used to work at a at a mall. Um I remember this one time I was going to the bathroom. And there was this guy, this very suspicious dude who would, he would pee and then he would just look, right? I'm just like, okay, this guy's weird. He's just like looking at people's penises. I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe he just, maybe he was curious, whatever. And then I left, like we were washing our hands. We kind of ended at the same time. He didn't look at mine. I just, I was washing my hands, looking in the mirror and I saw he was like, his head was Mm. turned like this, just, just clearly looking at the person's penis. Yeah. And then I walked out, he walked out. Um, he was sort of like in front of me and I noticed he turned back around 
And then he he started walking back to the bathroom. And and that's when I was like, what the hell? And so I, like, walked back to the bathroom. I was like, is this guy – because I, I was really curious because he, he kind of had this very, like, shady look about him. Mm. And, and I saw him at the urinal again. Oh. And that's when I just stood there. I, I was like, okay, I'm still on my break, so I have another 10 minutes. I just sat at one of the tables near this, like, cookie shop. And I saw him walking in and out over and over again. So clearly he had some sort of, like, obsession with looking at guys' dicks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's when, that's when I, like, I told security, I was like, hey, dude, there's this guy walking in and out of the bathroom looking at people's dicks. <laughs> and uh, you should probably do something about it. And they ended, they ended up escorting him out. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it Things like that happen. So be careful, guys. Be careful. <laughs> All you ABBs out there, keep your eyes straight and hide your dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I had a special request from someone who wanted to stay anonymous. The Justin. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Justin. You know why. Anyways, um, how do you guys react when, say, you're in a situation where a male is um, having sex or about to have sex with you and he either can't keep it up? Or he's just, or he can't get up at all. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like one of those moments. Because I think it happens to a lot of us, especially if we're, in, you know, in high school, college, whatever. It could even happen when you're 30, 20, 30, 40. Mm-hmm. Um, erectile dysfunction is real, mm-hmm. too. And so um, even if it's porn-induced, how have you guys handled that situation um, if it has happened to you? I personally actually never encountered that with the partner. Maybe, like, there's, like, a drunken night when, like, my ex-boyfriend was like, I can't perform. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, that's, for me, it's nothing to be ashamed about, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. more like, oh, I understand. Then we can just do another time. Yeah. yeah. Same. Where it's like, you try, oh, like, different different methods. And mm-hmm. then if it's just like, yeah, usually it's because of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah. okay, well, you're drunk. I don't want to have sex with you anymore anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just, like, roll over and go to sleep. I'm like, fucker. No, but, like, it's usually a lot of, like, compassion. I'm just like, it's fine if yeah. you can. Because, like, I feel like for girls also, like, I think girls have more difficulty orgasming. So yeah. it's kind of like asking them the same thing. Yeah. Of, like, why can't you orgasm? And if right. someone were to ask me that, that would get into my head. And I'd be like, yep. I don't want to do this anymore. That's a lot of pressure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like usually the woman is usually more compassionate because of that. But mo- sometimes the guys will feel embarrassed about it, right? And to the yeah. point, there's, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I think mm-hmm. especially nowadays, like, because of alcohol, also because of stress. Yeah. People, when you're not sleeping well and you're not, like, if you're stressed out, like, that also affects your physiology. Yeah, sometimes when that happens. And alternatively, there are other ways that he can please you. So usually that's Ooh, the... Oh, yes, girl. <laughs> I think for me, some of that, sometimes for me, it's just like, well, I want to, I can't, well, else can I please you? Like, for the guy. Mm. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't think I take it, like, personally. I'll I think when like, you're horny, you're like, you just want to get it in. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but it's not but it's not to the point where, like, we're going to shame you for it. It's more like, okay. Right. Yeah. So, guys, don't be ashamed by yeah. it. Yeah. I think if they were to yeah. be like, oh, my God, like, yeah. I'm so sorry, I'd be like, dude, shut the fuck up. It's completely fine. But also, if you want to please her, there's other ways to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Other so. ways, guys. Mm-hmm. Michael, was your last question for us? So I know the social norm, right, is for the guy to ask out the girl if, like, there's, like, some attraction going on. And I've talked to some female friends who said that if they saw, like, a guy they were interested in, but he didn't make a move, they wouldn't make a move. Mm. And I was like, oh, what? Oh, no, but you like him a lot, right? He's like, no, but he didn't make a move. So mm-hmm. if you were in that scenario, what would be the best way for that guy who you're clearly into, but he's, you know, well, how would you like him to make a move? Well, I would do your your smirking thing that you like so much. Oh. I would like kind okay. of verbally be like, hey, like imply <laughs> that I'm interested to like mm-hmm. let you know. I think sometimes like the miscommunication there is like, I don't know if he's actually into me. Right. Maybe he doesn't know that she's interested. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if she, if she makes it really clear, then he doesn't make, he doesn't make a move. Then it means that he's not interested. So I would I would imply like, oh yeah, like mm-hmm. fl- I would flirt more and like 
just put lay it out there and see what he does man i don't remember the last time i did this <laughs> <laughs> like if i couldn't read his body language and i wasn't sure but i was into him i would probably be very flirty with him to a point where it's like obvious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then yeah if he really does not make a move then i'd probably just move on mm-hmm. there is there's a level of pride there yeah that you know mm-hmm. that i'd want to like keep for myself because if it's like too obvious, then I become desperate and I don't mm-hmm. want to come off as desperate. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a line of like, how far do you flirt? It's interesting that you talk about pride because I feel like the flip for me is more fear. Like I know the right answer is that you should flip, like make it make it more obvious, right? Yeah. But I usually, if the guy doesn't initiate, then I will just let it lie and I won't kind of. And I think it probably comes more from like a fear thing. Like I don't fear know. rejection. Mm-hmm. Fear of yeah, probably fear of rejection. Like so, say you you didn't go up to him. How would you like him to come up to you? Because I feel like it's tough as a guy because even if you are confident, it could. I think there's a thin line. Mm-hmm. It comes off sometimes as like, oh, this is a pickup line. Or are you are you good at this? So like, honestly, a lot of times where I had the most success in this scenario has been when I fumbled and was quote unquote bad. Yeah. Oh, it's like authentic. It's more natural. Yeah. 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 Because uh, good reason. God, girls have like their guard up where they're kind of like, who's this person? I don't mm-hmm. know. You know what I mean? Um, less, less is more too. Just yeah. like really not not stressing out over it and just kind of like having a human to human conversation rather yeah. than like, oh, I'm a guy about to hit on a girl. That's like yeah. so much stress involved. Yeah. yeah. What's the fantasy scenario? Oh, you want a fantasy scenario or like a real life? <laughs> no, real life where like you'd be receptive to it. Like where the guy comes up to you and does what? For me, if a guy were just like, hey, do you want to grab coffee tomorrow? Like, it would make me question, is this a date or is this just, like, a friend getting to know mm. each other? And I think when it's not, like, so defined that, like, this is a date, then I'm not so stressed out and mm. he's not so stressed out. Mm. So it's, like, kind of blurred, but, like, getting to know each other, Got that's it. probably the best way for me. Mm. You know what's funny, though? I have a situation where that happened to a friend of mine and she thinks it was a hangout and he thought it was a date. And to this day, mm. they still think that. Oh. Are they dating? No, they're friends now. But so that's why I'm like, I'd rather not have the lines blurred because mm. I'd rather just make it clear. Mm. But for me, it depends on the context. Like, are we at a coffee shop? Are we at a bar? Because if we're at a bar, I'll make it easy for you to make the first move. I'll go next to you and be like, try to order a drink. That way, I'm right next to you. You can't, you have no excuse. But if we're at a coffee shop, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, I do get a little creeped out if someone goes, hi, I think you're beautiful. I want to go on a date. But part of me is like, but you don't know me. Mm-hmm. Or whether like spark a conversation like, oh, hey, like I like your planner. Where'd you get? Like, I don't know, like something like ease into conversation somehow. Like, oh, do you mind watching my stuff while I use the restroom? Like, there's Ooh, ways I to- like that. The restroom one. Right. There's a way to ease into it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I then- feel like that's like, yeah, that's like a very common interaction. Yeah. But it's also like you're making a connection. What yeah. if you don't know them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, excuse me. Could you watch my? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess so. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. that's like the least creepy way to actually yeah. talk to oh, someone. Sure. I would agree with Mel if it's a complete stranger and you're just trying to initiate some sort of like rapport Mm. just have a conversation like introduce yourself and then you'll get feedback pretty quickly too if they're not open to it then it's like okay you know don't push anymore but yeah if I just had a stranger come up to me and wanted to like introduce themselves or like ask me how my day's going or something like that like I think I'd be open if I was attracted to him I'd be open and then you can also test out is there at least initial chemistry because maybe you'll figure out there it's like Mm. I'm not someone I want to go to coffee with (laughs) yeah yeah do you think those kind of pickup lines like the more aggressive ones i guess like maybe even like because you said earlier if someone came up to you and said hey i think you're beautiful you want to go blah 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 blah. do you think that was more effective before dating apps and social media and everything Ooh. maybe and i also feel like nowadays like it's a good thing i think women i feel more empowered like yeah when you just came up to me saying you're beautiful i'm like well you're just judging off physical appearance and it's like there's nothing else you're basing this off of and for me that's not enough I agree. I feel like that could have a backlash. I I would become more defensive if you come to me at with any line versus just like trying to have a conversation, mm-hmm. like a very basic conversation. I mean, in a sense, mm-hmm. like I think the dating app culture, like 
technically by you swiping right is saying that you're attractive but now with like hinge there's like prompts and stuff you're kind of mm-hmm. get to know them as a person so i feel like it kind of already takes away that like that that pickup line so yeah. nowadays if you were to come up to me with the pickup line i'd be very even more turned yeah. off yeah it's very like well i feel like women are now also a lot more like empowered yeah, and there's exactly. also a culture now of like men are kind of gross like just the whole harvey weinstein's mm-hmm. and like all these different cases coming up it's like if you focus just on the physical aspects mm-hmm. and not on the personality then it is mm-hmm. or very demeaning actually yeah. Yeah. when you objectify women so to come up to someone and just be like, oh, you have a nice butt or something like that. It's like, Mm-mm, that is not OK now. Yeah. Versus I think before people were like kind of like, oh, OK, I guess, you know. Yeah. On the guys, I knew it's so frustrating the because it's so scary, right? Yeah. Say yeah. you're trying to like go to a bar or at a party or at a coffee shop. It's so scary to go up to them, right? Yet the people that have like the most confidence do that bad stuff. Yeah. So you're just like, that's what a guy, being a guy is like. It's like, yeah. well, how do now there's like these creepazoids that are making mm. our kind look bad <laughs> so like what do you what do you do now well, how do you a truly do truly confident you know? man can go up to a woman and just have a normal conversation with her i would say Ooh. that is yeah, yeah. because then because you are also making yourself vulnerable to being rejected mm-hmm. i think it's like there's a yeah. genuineness that you like you get from a converse like a hey how your how's your day going versus like i think you're i don't know it's a yeah different. it's not a good opener line yeah. like yeah recently this guy was like walking in front of me and then he turned around and i was like okay and then he like turned around again and i was like oh fuck and then he was just like <laughs> you're beautiful and I'm like, what do you want from that? Yeah. And uh, I'm just that's like, creepy. yeah, I don't like, like now that's you're going to follow me. Now I need yeah, to like walk yeah. faster and like run across the red <laughs> yeah. light. And risk I generally like yeah. avoid eye contact, walk away. <laughs> that's that's the worst. I don't understand cat calls. It's like, really like, yeah. great. What were you hoping from this interaction? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. I think cat calls. Yeah. Cat calls and dick pics. It keeps happening. Universally, no one likes yeah. it. <laughs> Whoa, why does this yeah. even happen? Yeah. It's like by pure data, it does not work, y'all. This recording session has like taught us that there's so many unanswered questions. Literally, we're looking at the list right now, and we were barely able to hit a lot of them because yeah. there's so many things you have to say about these. Yeah, things, we're, right? we're there's freaking out because we were like three questions in, and oh my god, we're just running so long. There's there's so many things to talk about. Like I I feel like I could bring up like 20 more questions <laughs> right now. <laughs> we'll be like 20 more questions on this doc still. I mean, with enough of these questions, maybe we can you know in another season uh, have another round of guys and girls coming together and having some candid conversations. We just want to say thank you to Jason and Mike for joining us for this episode. We talk about this like, you know, kind of in parties or like in outside of recording sessions. So it's kind of fun to bring you both on and talk about this at the microphone. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Learned so much today. This was so fun. No, yeah. Because like you said, we always have these conversations right? yeah. late at night, like at Phil's apartment or something. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, guys, like I don't know about Mike, but I've never, ever talked about these type of things online. No, same. Yeah. And I have a YouTube channel. It's always been like PG. PG, rated PG, good boy image, but I'm I'm happy to say that uh, I'm no longer a good boy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're no. on ABG. Yeah, same. Uh, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, please don't look down on me. Um, if I said something wrong, don't cancel me. Like I'm, I'm here to learn. I did not mean anything bad if something was misconstrued bad, please. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love the honesty. I think next time we could probably even go deeper. Yeah. Oh, for you sure. Know what I'm saying? Deeper. <laughs> well, that is also a wrap on season five. Crazy. Uh-huh. 58 episodes. We will be back within three months or so, but we're going to take yeah. a little bit of time off to just 
you know, plan out the rest of this year mm-hmm. and think about next season and how we're going to grow this little business of ours. So stay in touch with us. We'll be very active on social media. Follow us on Instagram at Asian Boss Girl www.asianbossgirl.com Yes, we have a newsletter that you can sign up for asianbossgirl.com slash newsletter we also have our merch that you can shop asianbossgirl.com slash shop and if you're on iTunes and Spotify subscribe to us abg slash asianbossgirl and we'll just pop up in your feed the next time we start up again in season 6 well thank you guys so much for joining us for another season we all say bye together ready bye, bye.